Hello, hello, sweet bees. How are you doing? Scary times, this one, with this pandemic. Anyway, today I'm going to talk about what to do in these confusing and stressful times, which are affecting all of us. But they, these events affect us, all of us, in different ways. The disruption to daily life are already being felt by many of us, my family and friends included. And as you can hear from my accent, I am half Italian and all of my family and friends in Italy are in lockdown. So it's very difficult to, to keep sanity when you're stuck at home, either by yourself or with people that you never expected to be locked down 24-7. Like, for example, um, even if you are living with your loved one, your partner, it was nice before when both of you had your own life and times and hobbies and friends. You had a, a, a life and then you decided to live together and you kept having your life and have the partner. Now is you and the partner, you and the partner, or you and the kids, you and the kids, or you and your family. Now, family are, we love them, no? Well, unless we have some uh, difficult family members, but, who fall out, but usually we do love uh, the, our family. But living in the same house under the same roof 24-7 is challenging. It's challenging is challenging and it's because when we pick our friends and partners we we pick people that are similar to us when we are in a family we are all different and that's okay because we are all unique we're not supposed to be like our parents because we are different people we are not them we came to the world through them not from them so we have all different personalities and we are all independent and when you put people with different personalities stuck in the same place, it's difficult. However, I know this lockdown or stay at home or quarantine, whatever you want to call it, it's stressful, but it's necessary. And if you are healthy, it's necessary to the people who have pre-existing conditions or people 60 above. It's been confirmed that those are the people that will risk the most. However, there are plenty of stories, very sad stories, that even healthy young people can't make it. So it's very important that till there is no vaccine, we protect us and the others and we reduce the time outside as much as we can. Chinese have combat this virus quite successfully. They are resuming to life now. They are slowly coming back to work. You can back, go back outside because they are monitoring things very well. When they find somebody who has the virus, they put all the contacts of this person and the person in, uh, in quarantine. So this is how they are reducing the, the spreading of the virus. Now, plenty of companies are working towards a vaccine, but they, apparently they won't be able to produce one for the next 12 or 18 months. So it's a long shot and we need to keep ourselves and our beloved ones safe. And if you consider um, my grandparents, your grandparents or maybe your 
grand-grandparents have been through wars. Some of them have been in um, concentration camps. So there's been, they've been through wars. Now, let's give them a break and let's protect them and to make sure that they live the life till they're supposed to live and not lose them before time. And also, this comparison, I know it's grim, but listen to me. The fact is, if uh, you are stuck at home, it's stressful and it's scary or boring. But think about it. It's better to be stuck at home. Our grandparents, so or in a concentration camp, so they've been through worst. So comparing our lives to them is just stay at home to watch Netflix and play video games and read books. I will suggest if you're staying home, try also to improve some skills. Did you want to learn a language? Now is a good time because you have plenty of time. Did you want to learn a skill, uh, embroidery or knitting or I don't know, painting, whatever it is, now is the time. Do you love animals? Call your local shelters and tell them that if they need that if they have overflowing of animals, you're there, you have time to take care to foster some. I have done that one yesterday and actually the the person at the, at the shelter was very glad and she said that a lot of people are actually stepping up because now we have the time. So make the most of it and try to make it a blessing in disguise to maybe grow new skills, even for your work. There are plenty of courses online that most of them are uh, very good and some of them are free. Like, for example, there is Future Learn or Coursera that are two platforms that collect a lot of university worldwide and they do a lot of them. Most, I think most of their courses are free and they are university level. And I'm talking about um, Wharton Business School, Harvard, Oxford University, Singapore University, um, UCLA, um, Sydney University. So global Renomate universities are doing free courses on these platforms or you pay a fee if you want a certificate. So there is no excuse not to expand your knowledge in wherever you want. Also, make sure that you call and reach out to friends and family members. Connect. It's not a good idea to go and visit them, especially grannies or people with pre-existing condition because you might not know, but you might have the virus. But call them and ask your neighbors if they need help, if they need you to go and pick them up their prescriptions or grocery. I don't know. Try to be more uh, community oriented as much as you can. Something beautiful that is happening in Italy is that people are um, getting back to the sense of community, which we lost. And we are tribal. We are tribal beings. So we thrive in communities. And society and iPhones or smartphones and television and have made us very much individualistic. We all are worked up in our own world, but we don't take much care of what's happening around us. And instead, nowadays, people are reading poetry from the rooftop of a, a building or playing music, playing an instrument, singing. And it's amazing how 
people are going back to talk to the neighbor. They are knowing each other. And this never happened because before we didn't need to. But now that's the only interaction they are having from their own balconies with people that don't belong in the family. So something beautiful is happening in these disastrous dark times. And is the back to go back to community, talk to your neighbors and not the fake smile that you do to your neighbor, but you didn't even know your, their name. It's like literally talking to them and asking them how are they and knowing that they're going through the same thing as you. Because I know these times are scary, but they're scary globally. It's like we have seven billion people in the world. I bet half of us are freaking out on a daily basis because there is a lot of uncertainty, a lot of, I don't know, there is no solution at the moment, a part of people working on a vaccine. Hospitals in Italy, some of them are overflowing with uh, patients. They don't have where to put them. They have put beds in a in an ambulance garage and they keep the ambulance outside. They put beds in the corridor. They have so many people that are literally close to a collapse. And if you think about now this feeling of anxiety and uncertainty are completely normal during times like this. But now imagine you are facing this uncertainty and suffer from some kind of depression or OCD or bipolar or high anxiety. How much more do you struggle would you be struggling and how much more difficult will it be to navigate through this uncertainty because while we are while we all are concerned about the future for those with who are struggling with some kind of mental health issue like anxiety disorders they worry might be all consuming And for those with depression, the lack of social engagement and disruption in routines could increase symptoms. I just would like to remind all of you, social distancing does not mean social isolation. Keep contact with your friends and beloved ones and neighbors. Connecting with your friends and loved ones by simply a phone call. Check on them on a regular basis, especially if you know they are staying by themselves or they're struggling at home because the, the environment is stressful. Check on them. Be there for them. Thank you for listening, sweet bees. And keep up the good work and let's keep up high the spirit in these dark, dark times. Peace. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.